Hey, it's Lauren. This is an excerpt from the full-length episode. To listen to the entire episode, head to the show notes and follow the link. This episode has been brought to you by me and my business, Lauren Grace Inspiration. One of my kind of mottos, like my theme tune really, is about transmuting and transforming knowledge into wisdom. And um, they're kind of like the two sacred sisters, but um, I kind of think of knowledge as all of that stuff that we put into our heads. So all the things that we think about, that we learn, that we know, but do we really know it? until we've actually experienced it and experience is done in the body through the body so that transmutation it can only become wisdom when it is lived when it's breathed and our way of experiencing it is as human you know we we weren't born as a, a worm or a bird or a spirit nor an elemental for this lifetime you're in a body for a reason and that's to experience being a human being um so you know we can have all this knowledge and um it's one of the things I found when I was, you know, doing my degree and my master's was I was gaining all of this knowledge and all this stuff. And I thought to myself, well, what's the point of having all this stuff if it's not going to be used? You know, it, it, to give knowledge that sacred purpose, it needs to become embodied. That's how it becomes wisdom. So you live it, you breathe it, you practice it. So even if you have, you know, say in yoga, you know, you have a theory it's okay very well, you know, knowing that theory or say knowing love, but, you know, you have to put it into action to actually, to actually really know it, to, to make it something that you can talk about, that you can speak about, that you can you live, you know, it's kind of almost useless in your head, I think, that we have to, we have to take it into our bodies to, to make it ours. Yeah. Beautifully said. And embodiment is exactly the word that I was looking for, because it's one thing to sort of know something, but it's another thing to really feel it and live it like you're talking about. So that was so well put. One of the things that I noticed is that, um, and for women in particular, because I do tend to work with a lot of women, as I believe you do as well, is that I think there's a lot of shame wrapped up in uh, sometimes being in our bodies in um, having to look a certain way, like you were talking about sort of off the top, I teach uh, workshops. And one of the things that I have people do in some of them is mirror work, which if you're not familiar with, you may be, but maybe our listener at home, it's when you legitimately look into a mirror and you talk to yourself or you just gaze into your eyes. And I know Louise Hay was a huge advocate for mirror work. And when she was here and I say here as in on the planet. <laughs> and um, and I remember, you know, thinking that if I could assist women, the women that I'm working with to really look at themselves, that they might see themselves in a different light. And I know for me, my relationship with my body has gone from one of really like hating my body to loving my body. And that was quite the journey and quite the um the focus journey, I guess you could say, it was something that I really wanted to make sure that I did. And when I see some of these people in my workshops, look at themselves in the mirror, some of them can't do it. And some of them have given feedback to me, you know, at the end, which is basically like the mirror work was really difficult, or I wish there was less mirror work. So my question to you is really about how do you help women to really awaken into themselves, feel empowered in the body that they're in and really get to know themselves on a deeper level because I really feel that when we can learn to do that then we can start to really start to do what we came here to do because up until then 
there can be a lot of excuses, right? Like I don't look the way that I'm meant to, or when I lose five pounds, I'll do it. Or uh, I'm not a good public speaker yet because I don't like the shape that I'm in. So as soon as I get right, it's almost like tomorrow never comes kind of idea. Thoughts on that? So one of the reasons why I absolutely love walls is that they teach us about authenticity. So the way that walls work is they're amazing at teamwork and they're part of a pack. And what that make what makes the pack work is the fact that they're all contributing what they are. So you get packs, you know, members of the pack that are really good at hunting. Some are good at, you know, nurturing. So they'll be the babysitter. You know, some are kind of really good at you know showing and teaching the pups and others you know are really good at paving away in the snow you know there'd be no point putting that little pup wolf at the front of the pack you know when they're trying to go through a you know a snow drift because it would just go around in circles and get lost <laughs> so that you know that the bigger wolves that are at the front they're there not because of the alphas they're just there because that's what they can contribute um you know, it's their uniqueness, their difference, which is what they're contributing. And without that, you know, they that part is needed in the pack. It's almost like a body, you know. We can't all be hands, we can't all be feet, we can't all be the eyes. You know, we all contribute something completely different. And I think what happens is we are taught to fear difference. We're, you know, that difference will be what sets us apart. And therefore it goes back really primitive that if we're set apart, then we'll be put out of the pack, we'll be left to die, you know, it all comes back to this death, we'll be burnt at the stake, that difference, we've got this fear of death. Um, and so we we learn to fear our own difference. But if we can remember that our difference, actually, if we come down to it, essentially, is all we have. We can only do ourselves, you know, that's, that's the best that we can contribute, is our difference. Um, you know, and I think that it's remembering that we are here in this this body like you weren't you weren't somebody else if you were meant to be that other person you would have incarnated as that other person you know you what makes you special is your difference nobody can speak like you can speak nobody looks like you can speak and all the ways that you look the ways that you act your skills your knowledge your experience comes together like baking a cake all these magical ingredients that makes you completely unique um, and actually it's that uniqueness that is needed so as part of the pack you know say if there were no wolves that could hunt in that pack they would all die you know they need someone that can do that role and so you're needed as well the way that you are because your bit fits in a certain way it's doing something in particular that only you can do so actually you're doing a disservice not just yourself to but humanity to the planet to the cosmos by not playing your part and you know your part is completely based around how you look and what you do yeah but I understand about the body shame it is a really difficult thing you know for men and women um to go through and I think it's something that I say to my dancers, you know, practice makes progress. It's practicing things like self-love and self-care. And again, it's all, we talk about things in theory. Again, like we were saying, knowledge and wisdom. Well, and you know, in theory, we can say, oh, I, I love you. I love my body. It's amazing. But we need action, love and action to match that. So we need the body to match that, the physical actions. And when you practice that and keep practicing it, and it's the small things, even like, you know, we think about self-love and self-care, self-adoration, devotion is huge as big things like big 
acts of love, you know, that we have to make like we would to our partner. But even brushing your teeth every day is an act of self-love and self-devotion. You're saying my teeth matter, I matter, my health matters. And you maybe you just do that and you disregard it. But that, you know, it's a huge thing. That is an act of self-love. So I think we put the pressure on, don't we? And say it should be this and it should be that. But actually, we are loving ourselves. We are doing the little things and um, keep practicing those little things. <laughs> Hi, thanks so much for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave us a review where you listen to your podcasts and share it with your friends. Thank you. New episodes every Thursday.